Hello and welcome to this, the 87th episode of Unrenowned, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. And I'm Chris. I was born in 87, so this is going to be a good episode. Oh, is this a special episode for yeah. you then? Is it's, it? it's my golden episode. You were born in 87. Yeah, Ryan was correct. born 10 years before I was. That's almost. I just put that together. Um... Also, we're coming at you live from Chris's apartment, and yes, I have partaken from the infamous candy drawer. Ryan has partaken from the candy drawer. He's only had one piece of candy, but it is within arm's reach today, as you can hear. It's right there. Audio proof of the candy drawer. So, today we're talking about Operation Shadow Legacy, which we have now played on the test server. There is also some surprise changes that came along with this that they did not show in the reveal, and then even some things that were not in the patch notes. So... We will go through those things. Um, also, we have designer's notes uh, that go along with this season that explain some of the reasoning for some of the changes and uh, also kind of what we can expect to see coming up along with the top issues and community concerns post has been updated, which has been a really good like uh, sort of tracker for the direction. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's just like it's not giving you any hard details, but it's just like this is what we can expect to see them looking at over the next several seasons yeah this is the this is what we're working on things so stop getting mad at us for not working on other basically things. yeah this yeah. is my, my favorite part of every season is after the reveal and then seeing the patch notes like hey what did they not mention in the reveal and then going in the game being like oh look at this this is new and it's just like those are usually my most like exciting changes that i'm like oh they didn't talk about this but this is great yeah um like wasn't uh wasn't staying in drone wasn't that not announced or was, was that announced I, I don't think remember. That might have been announced. It was in the patch notes, if anything. One thing that wasn't announced is going way, way back was that you could like move the drones farther vertically up and down yeah. from a spectator point of yeah. view, which you like before was like locked to a very, very narrow range. And so, like if you were on a high shelf, it, it was, was a like spectator. a maestro cam. It was a maestro cam. It, wherever... Well, you can move it. You can no, move you it, couldn't... but you couldn't go up and down. Oh, very you could go up and down. That's right. You could go left and right, yeah. but up and down you couldn't. Yeah. So if you're on a high shelf, you like, couldn't like. Down. I remember that being a, like a big one that they just like did, and we were like, oh, "This is game changing." Yeah, that was way nice. Um. Anyway, uh, that's what we're gonna do today. But before we dive into that, we are sponsored by Ma Energy. Go to drinkmaw.com/r6pod to get your free trial of Ma when you sign up for a monthly subscription. Yeah, we got it's good stuff. Makes you better at Siege. We have some people in the Discord with some very great creations. Yeah, mixing it with Soda Stream to get a bubbly Ma. Uh, somebody mixed uh, Rip Harambe with vodka. And yep. called it a cluster charge. <laughs> this is what I is... call the cluster charge. <laughs> who was that? Do you remember? I don't remember who it was. But I'm it was so pretty sorry. Funny. I can't credit you right now. But that was a fantastic name. Uh, I really love that. Uh, we're currently drinking Rip Harambe and Blue Buzz ourselves. That was Obsidian Glory Pot. Obsidian Glory Pot. Good, good man. The, yeah. The name was great. This is the cluster charge. Yeah. Nice. So go try it out. Drinkma.com slash R6pod. That's drinkmaw.com slash R6pod. Okay, Chris, what are you before we get into this too much? Obviously, Shadow Legacy is the new thing right now. It comes with uh Sam Fisher, codename Zero. It comes with let's see, what are the other big things? Reworked uh, Chalet. Reworked Chalet, secondary uh hard breach gadgets. Yep, ping 2.0 system. Mm-hmm. And uh the pooled reinforcements. Yes. Other stuff here map and banning. there. Yeah, map banning is a good one. What are just kind of your overall feelings I on I love this? Shadow I love this. Good? This is this is one of the seasons. I remember a couple of seasons ago we were playing test server 
and we were going to play live build and we we're like well, let's just go play test server because it's just a better build of the game right now mm-hmm. and that's usually how i feel like most seasons like well i just kind of want to play the new ops but like the last couple because they've just basically just been like maybe house rework was really cool but there's been like just new ops like oh, i can play live like right. i'm missing out on the ops but right. that that map's not in ranked anyway so it's not a big deal this one i'm like I don't enjoy. I just want to play new play, siege. Yeah, yeah, I want to play this siege because there's so many little things that I, I mean. Last night I played live server and it was like, no, <laughs> I, I wish I could. And I'm I'm surprised that the test server like you already can't. This is the first weekend that it was out and it was hard to find a ranked match. Yeah, it was taking like five or six minutes in queue, and that's at well, the think, regular gold level. Oh yeah, you well here's the problem is that like we've been playing ranked a bit and like. I think because the competition is smaller and I think easier and and ranked that we've ranked up pretty high. We're like yeah. we were like pretty solidly in platinum, yeah. And so I think it's just harder to find matches. And I know like we've come down a little bit and gotten into gold, but like I think if we were still at silverish level, it'd be a lot easier. That's probably true to to find matches. But it kind of sucks that you get boxed out basically. Um, but yeah, like I agree. I think this is really really good. I think that you know people were worried when they saw this year five roadmap that like we were going to go down to one operator per season there aren't really new maps i mean have we had any new maps this year no right this year has been all reworks yeah your which, house and reworked organ yeah which in my mind is basically a new map right it's it's like fixing yeah. a, a i think i think it's better than a new yeah, map because it's something like this one yeah, it's something you already like and know usually that's like just tweaked a little bit better to just be better. Um, so anyway, people were just a little bit worried that, you know, like, are we getting enough content here? Is Siege like on its way out? Like, is the year pass worth the cost if you're only getting uh, one operator per season toward the end of the year? And I think, heck yes, like this this season is so much better and includes so much more, I think, in large part because they only had to make one new operator. I was confused with the heck yes because your question was, "Is Siege on its way out? Is it leaving?" You're like, "Heck well, yes!" The, the the last question I asked was, "Is the year pass worth it?" Okay, so sorry, those yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, Siege, is, worth it, 100%. Siege is alive and well, and like this is great. Like I think that this season comes with a lot of stuff, and it like fixes a lot of issues that have been long standing. Because when you think about building an operator, that's a task that's going to touch just about every team like at ubisoft right like it has to go through the balancing team like they're gonna have to work with the the map team and like you know map designers to make sure that gadgets interact properly with the maps and everything Mm. and then like they'll find new things that break on the maps because this gadget does things that no other gadget has done before and then you know the art team obviously actually has something to do on this uh so like this is just going to be going across every team and lots of iteration i would think like going back and forth from team to team and i just feel like a a new operator is a lot of work like that's kind of the core of what makes siege is the operators and like you have to get right right like you you can't kind of like just like kind of wing it on an operator like it has you have to really have to get into it and do it right so i just think like cutting that work by 50 percent probably goes a huge way to freeing these teams up to give us these cool things like ping 2.0 map ban like all this stuff that's great and i say like go for it like slow down the operators slow down the maps we got plenty of content in this game let's just make it better and better and better and better yeah Yeah, i i agree completely especially like especially with the fact that like an operator takes so much to develop if you just look at sam fisher and what his gadget does and how it interacts with the map of like going through and we'll talk about this more but going through a floor and making sure the camera can flip on both sides if it's on an indestructible yep. on a, if it's on a destructible soft wall <clears throat> surface right it's like wow like that takes 
probably a ton of work to make sure that it works out correctly, especially with like the metal beams in the floor. That's not easy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So good on them. Um, let's start talking about Sam Fisher Zero. We've both had opportunities to play him now. He's the first operator in a long while that comes with a brand new gun. So I know a lot of people are very excited about that. His- Some people are upset. And do you know why? That he has a new gun? They're upset because it's just a reskinned AK, whatever. Uh, AK-12. And, yeah, AK-12. It's just a reskinned AK-12. Is it though? Apparently the stats are the same. It feels different to me. It feels different to me too. That could be partially like the scope that's feeling different. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I personally think it's, it's just a different gun. Like whatever. I don't know. Shut up. But like that is part of the. Oh, I, I yeah. wish I could eye roll through a microphone, but there's no way to do that. Unfortunately, yeah, it sounds like this. <laughs> so, imagine a huge eye roll. Anyway, he's a two-two frags and claymores. Um, his freaking amazing SC three thousand K, which I think is a fantastic gun. He also has the MP seven, which I haven't used even once. Have you? No, I haven't even thought to. No, because his gun is is great. It's really great. You're gonna love it if you haven't played it yet. Um, and then of course his gadget is a little pistol that shoots. He gets four of these things. It shoots cameras that you know and plant onto the wall and burrow through and you can see both sides if it's a destructible surface mm-hmm. um, it has like a one maestro laser mm-hmm. to shoot yep the damage is an operator destroys the gadget yep it has uh, unlimited range it's not- and i feel like they did a great job it's it's just the right amount of visible and audible when it's deployed and when it's there right like yeah. that like if you're in the room and you're not totally oblivious you're going to hear it and you're mm-hmm. going to be able to find it and destroy it yep so it's not like uh like maverick was at at the start where it was yeah, like he's just burning holes and you couldn't hear him and like yeah it was so annoying uh like it's great like and if nobody's in the room or if there's gunfire going on and they're distracted then there's a good chance they won't hear it or won't be able to react to it and then you can get things off of it so like yeah. I, I think it's a really really great balance between being useful and not being op yeah he actually takes a lot of and this is these new zero players obviously i'm new to him as well but my brain is already thinking like okay where am i going to put a camera that's really going to help our team like what mm-hmm. I'm in this building. I have four of these things. Right. Let me put them in places that's useful for dead guy. Yeah. And a lot of people are just like, I am just going. It's like, Kate, stop. Like you're, let me use a map that's, I was going to say chalet, but because it's reworked, some of you may not be familiar, especially console players um, that haven't played TTS. But let's say you're consulate. Sure. Everybody knows consulate. consulate. You're in consulate. Hasn't changed in five years. Hasn't changed in five years. You're in consulate. You're trying to push up yellow stairs, but you just don't know if there's someone around the corner or not. You could drone. Or you can just shoot your freaking Sam gadget at the top of the, at like yeah. what you can see on the stairs, and that guy can now look into piano and to see up the stairs. Like he can watch that flank for you, right? Yeah, especially and that flank when you covered when you have a dead guy, it's great to just be like, like it takes a little bit of time to take the gadget out and shoot and everything, but it's just like I don't have to put my like steer my drone into the right spot and everything. I just shoot this camera up in the corner and then like you can look for me and then it's also a flank watch once I get past it, right? Yeah. And and you don't have to like sit there and position the drone and like put your head down. Right. Um so it's like super useful. Do you have any like good stories yet of a good Sam play? Um the only thing I could think of is just because we played so much chalet from above you can put cams in every single room from above mm-hmm. except for Blue Hall. Um and so just getting into that main lobby room or even just the window at the main lobby room, you can get cams into all the sites really fast. Yeah. yeah. And if they're not seen, it's like, it's very helpful to have a cam and connector and in snowmobile garage and in winery. Yeah. You like, just you see know the whole exactly path. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, like this is going to really emphasize knowing the maps really well. Top, mm-hmm. like what's below you, what's above you. Because uh, if you have that, then like this can be a very, very powerful gadget. I'm really looking forward to videos of people with just like best, uh, best zero camera spots or whatever. I, I am and I'm not. I hate when people post videos like that because some of them <clears> are like ruins the spots. Yeah, like I found that spot. Like I'm sure you found it too, but you don't have to share it with everybody yeah. for the freaking karma. Like, come right. on, man. Well, I mean, when you're when you got a YouTube channel and you get 250 thousand views off of it, then it makes total sense. Yeah. Um. My one good story so far with Sam was it wasn't even like a special thing with his camera, but just the ability to like deploy it without having to turn the drone was like we had gotten a plant on big window of Oregon, uh, top, you know, uh, dorms objective, hopping in the big window, planting right there. And I was Sam. And so just before I left, I just popped out my gadget and fired it onto like the side of one of the bunks. Mm -hmm. So it's like the guy who's like, we know they're on the opposite side of the objective and to come in, there's no way he's going to see it because it's, it's behind him. Right. Right. So like, it was just like perfectly covered. It saw the kit, and that was all it really saw, and all it really needed to see. Um, and then I just hopped out the window and just waited for him to come and defuse. And I almost blew it actually on the execution because like I pushed I the wrong that. buttons and reloaded and like tossed and he had, a frag. Like, he had and a frag stuff. out while the guy was coming at him with his gun. Was, and- I, I was just like, it was a button flub, but like, uh, it worked out in the end. And like, it was just great. It's just like, just shoot this camera out, and it's covered, right? And then yeah. just go hide and wait. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that was, he's, he's really great. I, I really like him a lot. And yes, he's going to be my new main. I've dropped Thatcher 100% entirely. Wow. Okay. Thatcher's done, I guess. Thatcher's done. Uh, should we talk about that then since we're on Thatcher? Yeah, let's talk about Thatcher. He is not being banned as much from my perspective, from what I can see. On the TTS. On the test server. Yeah. I mean, that's not, we'll, we'll, we'll have we'll to see. We'll see if that translates. Yeah. Uh, also, I just. I'm trying to remember if I've even played him. I think I have, but it, I'm I not enjoying it. Once. Okay. I'm like, I, as soon as I pick him, I'm just like, this is going to suck. It's not going to be as good as it was. I'm not going to be as effective. And why am I even doing this? Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to take it. If you're playing Thatcher, he's still a good operator, but it's just going to take uh, more team coordination. Um, But now with Zero and Twitch and... Cali, like you can kind of ish do the same similar stuff so mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens what's interesting i didn't think about this before but just now looking at the actual patch notes they said they added something they called the dseg disabled state for electronic gadget uh i hadn't realized that things like jaeger's ads never had a disabled state before so this is kind of a big change for them you know there's six or seven gadgets that only were active or destroyed and now there's disabled which didn't yeah. exist that's interesting. Before, so, uh, yeah. But I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna see this. You know, they've implemented this new system for it. I wonder if we're gonna see more types of gadgets that disable things, or like changes to other existing gadgets. Yeah, I mean, they have said that Thatcher's maybe not done. This is maybe not the end of his rework. So there mm-hmm. could be more to come. We don't know, but i don't like it now i'll tell you that as a thatcher main i'm very sad and my thatcher hour count will stop climbing at the rate it's been so we will see what happens with actual real ranked siege when this comes out we'll see uh chalet chalet's been reworked i haven't actually played it that much i probably only played like four or five rounds on it i have played a ton of maps rounds matches uh, games games matches yeah Uh uh-huh i have played it a bunch okay give us your thoughts i love it 
I love it a lot. I think it makes like certain sites like Barring Games is now actually defendable. Yeah, it's it feels like one of the better sites even. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd say one of the better ones, but I definitely say I can like I could see myself being like, okay, let's go bar instead of upstairs. Like we can maybe we can try this strat on bar. Um, the kitchen dining site feels. I mean, that's different than kitchen trophy, right? And so you don't have mm-hmm. people just hopping in the window. That feels more defendable. I love. I also, as an attacker, I like being able to hop into trophy without there always being one or two guys on it because it's mm-hmm. not the actual site, right? So I just feel like it's easier to like get a little bit of a foothold into the objective. Or yeah. just into the map, right? And then also having the stairs that come down there. It's like, it's just a little bit easier to start a push rather than it's either like, it's a one or a zero, right? Either you you kill the guy in there and you get in and you plant and you probably won or you didn't get in and you lost. Yeah, I think I think there's two things. And I guess this is actually the major two things. I guess you can go on the roof and the, these repelling is different, but there's two things on this map that I think really make the huge difference that those West main stairs splitting those up for where one part just goes down to the basement and then the other part is separate and that goes upstairs yeah. and it's in a different location. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And then secondly, the blue hall, how that now extends. So when you go down blue hall, there's now a 90 degree angle in blue hall that goes right. to winery as well. Right. And that's also just huge. Like it just right. creates a whole nother rotate in the basement where defending, if they open that garage door, it's not as big of a deal because you can, there's two different spots you can come in now instead of them just holding connector because there's no other way through. Yeah. Other than connector and default rotate. Like you can actually go through Blue Hall. Like you have different options now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you could even go up. I mean, I guess you could always go down main stairs, but it just feels like you have that new window out there. Like that, it just is, it's huge. Like, I don't know. The, the whole map, I think it was a really good rework. I've heard some people still say they hate it and I don't mm-hmm. think they've given it enough time or yeah. they just hated old chalet and it's right. going over. But, there's a specific spot in, in the basement now. There's a filing cabinet where the boat used to be, and there's still a boat there. But they've extended it a little bit, and there's a filing cabinet there now as well, like just down main stairs. Which kind of breaks up the sight line between Blue Hall and like the main stairs, right? Um, I don't know if you can still of, see, but that's kind of where still it is. See. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where it is. But you can be behind that filing <clears> cabinet with a, with someone with a C4. And with that C4, you can aim from behind the filing cabinet and hit someone trying to plant at like the default plant spot in oh, the cool. garage. Or you can hit someone on main stairs coming down main stairs to C4 from the same spot and you're completely covered there's no one nobody can touch you from there because it's you can't shoot through it that's the one little trick that i've learned on the map that i will give away and not hide for myself (laughs) but it's it's a good it's a good thing and they've moved i mean that default plant spot you can't really hide behind the trash cans as much now as you used to be able to which is good so it's right i don't know it's just it's a better map it is a better map overall and castle is feels strong oh castle feels so good and that also we'll get to castle later but that's also just because castle is better now um yeah like that that connection with blue hall to the into the winery objective is just like that's freaking huge like that Mm -hmm. that just really connects the whole site because he like there there's certain things where it's like both as an attacker and a defender it feels bad yeah um and that was one of those where it's just like you just get locked in right like you're if you're in winery as a defender and somebody's pushing blue hall you just have no way to really like to to help to do anything about that right yeah um and same as a defender like you get into or as an attacker you get into blue hall and you only have one way to go like you have to push through this door and if they've got this perfect rotate and there's a guy in the connector it's just like you just get stuck and you're just like hoping that the garage door guys can make something happen right right and so like just by having that connector it just gives so many more options for both like you can try to get that flank as an attacker or as a defender or as an attacker, you can, you know, you can just switch your push back and forth wherever you need to go. 
um, it's, it just makes it so much easier to play. Yeah. Like overall. Um, let's see what else. I also love like how they broke up those master bedroom stairs. Uh, the switchback stairs that go top to bottom from, from, uh, those West main ones. Yeah. West main. Um, so because they broke that up, that also makes it a lot safer to push from big garage. And like, once you take that kind of like T-shaped hallway that connects with those stairs and connects to like the, uh, the trench entry, like there's just less to worry about because there's not somebody who can like number one peek down from the top of the stairs and maybe catch you at a silly angle. Going up those stairs. Like you have to like, not only have to like look towards the, dining and trophy area like while you're coming up but you also have to worry about the guy with the stupid pixel angle right above you on right. the stairs that's hard to see from below right and you're trying to look like two completely opposite yeah. directions at once so it's just like impossible to push up there if they're playing it right and then like um yeah well like once you take that t-square hallway as an attacker it's like now you just you either put a drone up looking in the one door that comes out or you put a claymore on it or or a uh, nomad thing or whatever yeah. and it's just like you don't have to worry about 15 different angles coming down there. It's just like, there's just one way to come. Right. And it just feels so much safer, uh, to try to push that. Um, also on the top floor, the top floor objective is like, it's very, what's the way it's, it's the puzzle. It's just like, I, like I haven't figured out a good way because there's so many options there with like lots of soft walls and like a couple of like really small connector rooms or just closets or whatever. And so like, I haven't figured out like, okay, where do we shore up and where do we open rotates and that yeah. kind of stuff? Like, and so it always feels a little bit disjointed, like what we're trying to do there. And I'm sure we'll figure it out. And like, there will be the default rotate and stuff, but yeah. like right now, like it's kind of an interesting site just in how puzzly it is of like, okay, what's the, like, what are we going to do? Where are they here? coming from? What yeah. do we need to do? How do we open rotates without killing ourselves? You know? Yeah. We've, um, we've tried like playing castle and like putting castle barricades on like the, the, if you know this, new part of the map and if you don't i'm sorry but putting a castle on the piano window that goes to outside the bathroom window that goes to outside and then solarium that's in the bathroom so you can use mm-hmm. bathroom to rotate as well because you're yeah. safe from the castle barricades at least for as long until they break them um and then we've tried not doing the castle um on the piano but putting that other castle on the other solarium door that goes into master bedroom mm-hmm. and so you can rotate through master bedroom into bathroom and like if they're in solarium like not a big deal you can still rotate through right um we've tried closing off bathroom like we've tried different things and it's just interesting to see like okay what's the best yeah i like i really like that objective i think it's a lot of fun i think it will be one that uh you'll see pretty different strategies like there will of course the pro league will have like certain things that are (laughs) defaults or whatever but i think it it gives so much flexibility without also being undefendable yeah um so i i think that'll be an interesting site uh it but i think the biggest thing with new changes to ass like this it's not as much like well what's the defense going to do like how is the defense going to adjust it's more like what's the default attack going to be how is attack mm-hmm. normally going to attack this and right. then the defense can be like, okay well this is what we're going to start defense doing to defend to this. and it's going to take even six months for this to start settling out because defense going to keep adapting and attacking like well okay that attack doesn't work on that anymore because people defend it this way and they do a new attack and then defense is like okay well i guess we'll start defending this way and so it'll take yeah. six months before you really feel like a <clears throat> consulate garage where it just this is just what happens mm-hmm um, and obviously there's going to be different takes and stuff, but it's still like, this is what happens. This is what needs to be reinforced by default. Yeah. It's, it's, this is a good map. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying it. They've done a good job of just like moving doors, just mm-hmm. like connecting things that weren't connected. It feels, it feels similar to what it was before. Like I'm not super, lo- the only place I get lost and this is funny because this is probably the most similar is in the winery. When you spawn, 
because there's the extra door now that goes into blue hall yeah and i see that door that goes into blue hall and i think okay that's the door that goes into like towards big because it, there's a hall right there so i think that's uh-huh. the one that goes like towards big, big garage. garage yeah and so i turn left to go like to i turn all the way around actually to go towards like the connector small mm-hmm. yeah connector and now i'm facing all with no doors i'm like where, where am i am i yeah and so i turn left again then i'm in big garage Oh, I My always get lost in this site. Brain broken. Yeah. I think this map is a lot like the house rework where like there's a couple portions of the map that like feel wholly new. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but like apart from that, it's just like, oh, this is just construction with a new hallway. Yeah. Right. Or with a new hallway and a new closet. And it's just like, it, it's very similar like that. Where like most of the basement, you're like, oh, this is exactly what I'm used to with a new connection. But then like you get to these new stairs on trophy, they go up to this whole new room, and like the rooms up there at the top have been really shuffled around. You're like, well, this is new. <laughs> you're just like trying to figure huh. it out. Um, so it's a really good balance. Um, yeah. Also, I really love that they closed off most of those windows at the top of big lobby, like yeah. ent- main entry. Uh, also. Side note, this the sight lines outside that front door are great. Like they put pillars just big enough and in just the right spots where like you're just not like you just have a little bit of cover outside. Yep. Um anyway, uh so at the top, the way that they've now made this outside balcony where there's a an actual hop in through one of those big windows right onto the mezzanine. That's great. That makes it so much more playable yeah. there. And like people are now trying to push that office door because they have an option to go somewhere else if they need to. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it just really has opened up that top floor of the map in a way that it wasn't before. Yeah. Uh, good map. Great map. Again, I'm excited for those of you that haven't had the chance to play it. It's very fun. Take time and play the discovery playlist, which again, I wish I understand that they have to get data on the site. So they have to have random sites. So they can right. understand data and see like, what sites are, but even then, are they going to like, let's say, let's say, let's say worst case scenario. Let's say they have bar games and let's say that site loses 90% of the time. Are they actually going to go and change the map because it loses 90% of the time at this point? Have they ever done that in the they past? Have they ever, ever said other than a full map rework? No, like, I mean, like, let's, let's look at, um, what got reworked that sucked Hereford, new Hereford. Mm-hmm. They realized the map sucks and like, well, I guess it's just not going to be ranked anymore. Right. Like right. It, it, they didn't just go and change sites. They're not going to change the map, so I don't understand why. Well, I mean, why. I think Hereford was far more broken than like a certain site being like ninety percent loss yeah. rate. You know, like yeah. it, it had its, it had a lot of different problems. Um, but like I'm trying to think. I mean, something like Consulate that's had just the tiny rework of like adding a new site. Like that's probably the most akin, yeah. where it's like there's not really a good third site option. So let's add a fourth one, and maybe that yeah. will work out. And but here's the thing: is I think you would get more accurate data. If you were to let teams vote, yes, it may take longer to find the data, but if you let teams vote and then they're voting and saying, we want to try this out with this strat that we have in mind, then you actually might see like, well, when people are voting for it, it actually doesn't. Well, no, because like, I think now that casual at least tells you where you're going to spawn, which can you, can you imagine that there was a time where like for most of this game's history where it wouldn't tell you what you were going to defend? It was awful. Oh my gosh. It was the worst. It made casual unplayable. I mean, casual still, I don't think it's very fun. It's a way better than it used to be. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, like at least now that you know where you're going to be, you can make you can still strap for it, right? You so I, but I think they're going to get the data they need more or less. Yeah. But I think maybe I'm crazy, but I think when a new map like this comes out, especially on a discovery playlist where there's nothing on the line, it's mm-hmm. it's play with it and see what happens. People are more than willing to be like, let's try a bar. 
Let's, yeah, let's yeah, see what let's this see is like. Like goes, people are going to yeah. vote for, right? Are they never going to vote for that? Are they always going to vote basement, basement, basement? Like, I feel like no. I feel like people are going to be like. I th- I think they kind of out- might because like because the reason that they initially took voting out of casual was because that was happening and casual yeah. doesn't have anything on the line. Yeah. Like I think it's just that everybody wants to win, right? And so like debatable for the yeah for the most part, like I'd say like seventy percent of people like are playing to win most of the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I just wish it would be fun if you could discover the map in Discovery and try things out in Discovery. Yeah. Try things out where it doesn't matter, <clears throat> right? When you know the map is twenty four seven. And I think that's probably what Unranked is supposed to be for. I know, but then you don't get to but try the same the map over is... and over again. Although the best way to learn a new map is is Discovery, right? Yeah, and through repetition of voting and deciding what you want to do. Well, here's and here's one of the new things that I really really want them to do. Then this just goes along with the custom games improvement, like. Give us something where you can get in as a squad of five against nobody and just like yeah. just simulate defenses or simulate attacks. Like like even something as simple as just like like j- just let us like spawn and reset at any time, you know, yeah. and just like okay, reset, start the timers exactly where it's supposed to be. And even like it would be really cool if they did something where they just simulated attackers running in, right? So they they spawn an ash, they spawn a sledge, they spawn, you know, just spawn five That'd different attackers cool. that just run in and just like not even kill you necessarily, but just like run them through windows quick as they can. Yeah. Or something, you know, and just see, and then you could like maybe set parameter. I'm getting way beyond just like simple, but like set parameters it of like did. slow attack, quick attack, regular speed attack of just like how fast are they going to get to us and like what can we do in the prep time and the, you know. But just something as simple, honestly, what I really want is just let me spawn my f- squad of five together with nobody on the opposite team. Let us do the prep phase and then let us reset the clock at any time yeah. and respawn. Yeah. That would be huge. That's that's on my list now that they've solved some of these other stuff. And possibly coming now that they're doing more things. Yeah. But I think that's good for chalet rework. Um, Ping 2.0. Ping 2.0. Is new to Siege. Ping 2.0 is, if you don't know, basically you can ping gadgets now. This is one of the bigger things. You can go around with drones, cameras, people. You can look at a gadget and you can ping the gadget. Right. And this tells your whole team there is a maestro cam here because Which, it's red and it's maestro. <laughs> this is the best thing because how many times do you like see a Valkyrie throw a camera or you see a Legion throw mm-hmm. down a goo or you see a Capcan trap on the door and you're like, oh, they have Capcan. And it's like, okay, that's great. But number one, am I going to remember that? Number two, like... If we kill Capcan and we haven't spotted him, the only way that we know that he's dead is by remembering that one of those X's is Capcan. Yeah. Well, now it's like, okay, just just ping the Capcan gadget. He gets no alert that you're scanning him. Yep. And like he's spotted on the thing. And so now it's just nice to know, okay, we know Capcan's dead. Yeah. Uh, and like th- that doesn't, I don't think, make a huge difference in who's going to win or lose a round. But knowing Echo's dead. Yeah, it's nice to know. Like some of these things for some operators, it's kind of important whether or not they're like if Legion dies in the first ten seconds, that changes the round versus Legion yeah. still alive at the end of the game and then yeah. end of the round. Yeah, this is true. Um, also, it it helps too with like, let's say you're on a drone watching for the Valk camera or whatever, and you can say where it is. You can always be like, it's on, mm-hmm. it's on a tree outside or it's on the tree on the northeast, but it still takes time for people to find it. But right. if you can ping it and that ping lasts five ten seconds. Yeah. Then your team, their whole team can be the other the about cam shoot it real quick. Yeah. Even just, yeah, just stay on your drone in the prep phase, which are in the action which phase, which you can now do. And then, yeah. And just somebody spawning on that side, you spot the camera for them, they take it out and that's done. You yep. move on. Right. There is, there is nothing better for me than being on a Twitch show because now Twitch recharges watching valkyrie and being like oh she's at this window and just waiting for it to throw the camera yep. and hitting it with the Twitch show and like literally right away before she can even get on it. And she's like, 
serious? Yeah. And you, she says, F you, Twitch. It's yes. so great. It's so great. Yes. Okay. Also, regular, regular, regular yellow things have assigned numbers to make for easier calls. So everybody on the team is numbered one through five. And mm-hmm. you can say, oh, on ping two, there's this because yep. now everybody has individual numbers. Uh, the reticle used to determine where your ping will go can now be turned off in options, which I don't know why you would do that, but okay. People don't like the, it's in the middle of their screen. They don't like that it's in the way. Okay. They feel like it blocks stuff. That's silly and stupid, but okay. I also like it on. Um, but yeah, and this is basically ping 2.0. It also like spots all kinds of secondary gadgets and stuff. So barbed wire will like show you what you're pinging that's there, which Mm -hmm. is so nice. Um, you can ping from cameras now as a defender, which is great. So you don't have to actually scan somebody. You can just ping where they are. Yeah. Has it, let's, yes. Is there any benefit to scanning still? Like, I feel like there is, and we just have to find what the right balance is between pinging and scanning. Yeah. Now. So I've actually done some thought about this and Jean-Baptiste was on the Logic Bomb podcast and they talked about this with him okay. a little bit. And his first things they tried to explain, like it's overpowered now. And he goes, I, I would be careful saying that it's overpowered because he says it gives power to both attack and defense mm-hmm, so saying right. it's overpowered is a incorrect term to use this in his in right his... because they both have it yeah um although um uh, to be to like devil's advocate here that like it's still asymmetrical in how they have it because defenders number one have way more cameras mm-hmm. and like more versatile cameras like black eyes and right. i guess you're introducing sam to the equation now so that maybe changes it a little bit but uh like drones you have to first get them into the site without being destroyed and then you can you put them kind of wherever you want which is nice but like they're easier to see they're like uh they're much more limited in like the scope of how they're turning and all this stuff so like to say that it's it's balanced just because both sides have it it's like yeah but the the degree to which they have this ability is asymmetrical so it may or may not be overpowered for one side or the other yeah i I could see that too but then i think it goes into now is it important to try to get your drone into objective and watch where valkyrie is putting her about cams is it important to even have your drone at a drone hole so you can kind of understand where the valk cams are going is it important now to bring iq to make sure you're killing the valk cams like you just have to think of things because yes valkyrie is powerful she's always been powerful and now even more so especially with players that don't know calls as well which was which was their point in doing this part of their point was we wanted new players to be able to explain where things were without having to have such an advanced knowledge of the maps. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like it's not going to change the pro league that much because no, they I already mean, have the callouts, and and it will, it will to a degree. Like they will start yellow pinging, so you're not spotting people, and they're right. going to give. But to go back to what you were saying, with is there an advantage to red pinging? Like yes, because first of all, with a yellow ping, you still have to say. There is a person on ping too. Like this ping is a person. That's what right. I'm pinging. True. A it, red doesn't, ping, it doesn't like it doesn't show any icon for a person. No. A red ping is that's a person. Right. They're pinging a person. Right. And um, everybody like immediately responds to red ping. Like everybody right. knows what that means. Right. Uh, secondly, when you're yellow pinging, only the person that's controlling the cam is the only one that can ping. So right. not everybody can ping. And you can't do it from from stationary cameras like an evil uh, like a black eye evil eye. Sorry, an evil eye. If you're not maestro. Right? Can you be ping from that if you're not maestro? I, I think you can ping, but it just goes to where the camera's looking. So even like or a bulletproof cam, it'll just, it just ping it just straight pings on. Forward. Uh, yeah, so that's useless. Pretty much. Um, and that's that's what I remember from like first day of TTS. So it could have changed by this point. Um, but red pings, if you want to, let's let's say you have three people dead all on mm-hmm. cams and it's 2v1 or even let's say it's 1v1. The kit's planted. You have a black guy. Are you going to have the one person, you're, you're starting to have your one guy push. Are you going to have 
the one person just ping with yellow ping or you can say okay let's get ready everyone start pinging three two one and then you have ping 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 like right there is a point where red ping is significantly more powerful than or, the default or if yellow there's ping. multiple people yes if there's you can only do one yellow ping so if there's multiple people in the room and i'm not sure like what's the cooldown or recharge time between yellow ping the same as scanning it takes about just as long to scan someone again as it takes to get another yellow okay ping. yeah so like you're saying if you have multiple people scanning they, you can get almost real-time data yeah compared to like that delay yeah right and that's the biggest thing i mean and we even ran into an instance i guess this was because we didn't use the yellow ping as we were there were two people in the room so we're red scanning them with multiple people and the person we were playing with we were saying shoot the guy on ping through the wall because he's he's planting he's planting through the wall but there were two red pings so they couldn't find out which one it was mm-hmm. and unfortunately i think where the valkyrie cam was i don't think you could actually ping where the person was but in that instance it would have been helpful to be like let's use yellow ping here and say on yellow ping right shoot that guy on yellow ping right and yes this is i mean the biggest complaint is well you're not alerting defenders that they're or attackers that they're being pinged like no you're not right that's, and that's fine. just different that's which just is the different. same as you don't alert them when they're being called out right so, i mean and yes this call out is easier it's there's this whole thing of like well now on ping is like the most is like one of the best call outs because you just say on ping and that's exactly where it is like yeah you're you're kind of right but See, but I kind of disagree with that because on ping, it, it's descriptive in the fact that you can like shoot them through a wall, which is great, but it's not descriptive if I'm like going to run into the room to know that they're like behind a desk. Like that's different than right. just like they're standing on this ping. Right. And so like, I think like, or like if I'm not, if I'm not like on the doorway that leads into the room, if I'm upstairs or something and you're just saying on ping, it's like, Okay, but where? Like, tell me where he is. I don't even know what room you're talking yeah. about. You're just saying on yeah, ping. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, on ping is good if if you know where they are. Like, right. It's very situational. Yeah. Um. Also, like, what I was saying about pro league is like this. This will change it in some ways, but in other ways, it's like like I'm saying, a verbal description of where they are, especially when you have all these callouts memorized, is better than just the yellow ping by itself. And they already have that, so it's not yeah. going to change their ability to describe where somebody is really. I don't feel like very much. Um, and But it will help everybody at these lower levels to be able to achieve that that of what makes this game so fun, right? Yeah. That's, that's what this game is so great with is just like that team communication and just facilitating that for people who maybe haven't put a thousand hours into this game, I think is a really good decision. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's this is good for the casual and I don't think this should be something where it's like, well, let's put it in casual but not in ranked. Like, this is just this is part of the game you're going to adapt to. Yeah. And I think it's going to be fine. I think they they've definitely thought about it. They obviously tested it with pro players to see their thoughts on it and they felt the need to push forward with it. And you can say whatever you want about how Ubisoft doesn't know how to balance, but they built the game that's running 5 years with <laughs> That's true. But the pro scene that's growing still. So Yeah, if it was that bad there wouldn't be such a big pro scene and you guys wouldn't all love watching it. So <laughs> Yep. So like chill out a little bit. Okay, map ban. This is great. Um basically each team votes on a map to ban and then out of three and then if two are banned then the last one's chosen if only one is banned then you get a random selection between the remaining two it's fantastic it's a really great way to just say hey we don't like this map or we just played this map and we don't want to play it again and you just can ensure that you won't play at least one map out of three so it's it's really fun one thing that we didn't understand was that like the the vote totals aren't combined between teams Mm -hmm. so like we were kind of thinking like okay so let's say that it's oregon coastline and bank that's the example they have here on on the screenshot yeah let's say we don't want to play oregon so four of us vote oregon and one of us votes bank and we're trying to ensure we get coastline and what we're banking on is the other team votes 
for anything besides five on coastline, yeah. right? Or I guess four or five on coastline. And so if they vote like three on bank or whatever, we're saying, oh, okay, so we're combining. Now there's four on Oregon and four on bank and maybe two on coastline. So we're going to get coastline, but that's not how it works at all. No. It's Each team gets to ban one. And so whatever the majority of your team votes for, that will be banned. And that could be the same or not as the other team. Uh, but there's no like combining of vote totals to say like, oh, it's a six, four... That's 10 already. It's a 6-3-1 vote. So like yeah. the six and the three are out. That's yeah. not how it goes. Um, no, yeah. And this is, this is the case. This is the thing. That's what, this is what's going to happen. I can tell you right now. There's going to be Outback and Clubhouse and Bank. And what's going to happen is one team is going to go, let's play Bank. I really want to play Bank. So let's go ahead and ban Clubhouse. And the other team will obviously ban Outback. Yep. Playing the meta. And they'll play Bank. The other team's going to say, I want to play Clubhouse. Let's go ahead and ban Bank. The other team's obviously going to ban Outback, so we get to play Clubhouse. Ryan tried to go for the candy drawer, and I think got a Baby Ruth. Is that... I got a Snickers Almond. What is that garbage? Yeah, part of the variety pack of candy that Ooh. I got at Costco. I well, know. it's on your floor now. I'm aware. I'll eat it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is exactly what's going to end this. I have seen this happen already, where we yeah. ended up playing Outback when there were options like, like I think it was Clubhouse and Coastline were the other options. And mm. I, I, in my head, I'm like, how, 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 how? And I, I voted out back. Like, I don't care. I voted out back. And I was like, I don't understand how this happened. We all hate out back. Everyone in the chat obviously went great. Why don't you guys ban out back? You neither, you stupid idiots. Yeah. You dumb, stupid idiot. None of us, we're all stupid because we decided we, like, no, this is, I will play Trying this. Trying to be smarter than the system. Yeah. I will play this as in, if Outback is on that table, I am banning Outback. Or in some cases, if Oregon is on the table, Oregon's gone because I would rather play Clubhouse or. Right. You'd rather play Dilla. like six out of the what? How many? It's or, like ten or eleven right now. Okay. Theme park. If, if 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 theme park and Outback are on there, this is worst case scenario. I don't know what to do, but let's say whichever one you played most recently. Yeah, it's gonna get banned. <laughs> but I will just forever ban the maps that I don't like instead of trying to play yeah. the system because I don't ever want to be like we could have banned Outback. And we don't have to play this crap map. Right. But anyway, this is regardless of whatever happens. This is awesome because apologies like, to those of you who like Outback. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I mean, that's, that map, I think I have my record of kills. I have 17 kills on Outback, <laughs> but still hate the map. Um, yeah, I just... You know, Outback is funny because I thought people liked it. Don't you remember people were like, yeah, this is a good map. And was I mean, it the original? I, I don't hate Outback. Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, hate I don't it. feel like we do very well on it, so that makes it hard to enjoy. And yeah. like, I, like the top two sites, I think, are pretty fun, and then the bottom two sites, I think, are not at all. So, yeah, so I, if that. I remember correctly... When Outback first came out, there were people saying, oh, this could be a pro league map. Mm -hmm. This could be a pro map. Like, this looks like it yeah, could be something right. in pro league. And I'm pretty sure I'm remembering that correctly. And mm -hmm. now it's hated. It's like, you got to not judge maps the second they come out. You need everything. Everything. You have to give it yeah. time. You just got to give it time. Let the meta evolve. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this is a great thing. This is really exciting. I love the fact that you can now, I mean, we're playing with someone that recently he hasn't played Siege in a very, very long time. Um and we're finally starting to play with him again. He's learning these new maps. And so now we can yeah. be like, okay, you haven't played New Canal. So let's go ahead and ban New Canal because the other one is... Because at least you know Consulate. Clubhouse and Consulate, yeah. yeah. So then you can you can understand those. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's nice. It's, yeah. This is good. I love this. It definitely keeps me wanting to play more, um, just knowing that I have some influence on what's going to be played. Yep. Match Replay is in the test server. This is not coming to the live build already confirmed. They know that there's uh, like issues with it already, but they just wanted to kind of put it out there, let us get our hands on it and test a little bit. Have you yeah. looked at Match Replay? I have. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's this is funny. It's easier to use with the controller than it is with anything else. 
Interesting. And I, I was trying it with the keyboard and Lee Giblets popped in the stream. He's like, try it with the controller. It's way easier. So like, okay. So I plugged in my controller. Like, yeah, it is because it doesn't have like a guide on the bottom of like this button does this. Yeah. It's like you're trying to figure out, well, how do I like go down? How do I go up? How do I zoom in? Like all this stuff. And it's like, just use the controller and it's like the key you think it is, is probably what it is. And right. Yeah. It Controllers is. are like much more intuitive than keyboards for gaming. Yeah. So, so shockingly anyway it's it's cool there's definitely certain things that are like like on this screen you see like a little rewind button it's not to rewind it's to slow down yeah they, <laughs> so, they definitely need to fix those icons so i mean they're not yeah quite and right. uh, they've obviously said this is alpha but i think one of the best things they can do is just go go into rocket league and watch the match you play in rocket league and you want your system to be literally almost identical to that yeah like obviously there's things different in siege where you're going to want different angles and stuff but you do want a free flow camera. You do want a free camera where you can move wherever you want. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be stuck. And you don't want to be stuck on these weird... Spectator mode has this weird thing. And I still don't understand why they've done it this way and haven't changed it yet for the fact of the fact we have a pro scene. But it does this thing where it has to be at 90 degree angles with the map and it can't like just turn the way you want it. Yeah. It has to be at these stupid 90 degree angles so you can't see certain walls or certain mm-hmm. doors and certain ways. I don't understand that. And I don't know why they do that. They need to have it where it's free rotation or free cameras or whatever. And those, obviously this is work in progress. And I think this is going to get significantly better as they're only doing one op per season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm, yeah, this, this is cool. cool. I haven't used it at all. And I don't think I'll use it very much when it comes out just because like, I just don't have time to be sitting there watching replays of a game that happened. Like I, if I'm going to be on playing, I want to be playing. Because my time is limited. That's um, fair. But tons of players will get a lot out of it. And I think we're going to see really cool content creation coming out of this. So this is going to be yeah. very cool for Siege going forward. That, well, yeah, one of the coolest things, it's like if you don't have a shadow play on or some sort of replay system and you have a really cool game, you mm-hmm. can go back and rewatch the game and yep. like show people like, oh, look at this game. Yep. So. And, and yeah, and then from that, you can say like, okay, like this cool, this kill from my perspective kind of just looks like a regular kill, but I know it was actually happening there. And so like, taking it from the Hibana's perspective on the other side, like now that looks like amazing. And so like being able to combine those into some sort of like yeah. montage and stuff would be very cool. Yeah. Um, and like half the time it's like, you still see the final kill cam and you're like, man, I wish we could have seen the final death cam instead of the final kill cam. Yes. That would have been way better. Yeah. Now you can secondary gadget, hard breach. This comes to, we don't have a list here. Uh, hang on. I'm going to find a list. Here we go. Maybe Reddit help me. Reddit didn't help me. Um, Montaigne, Capitao, Finca, Lion, Ying. Got it. Montaigne, Ying, Fuse, Finca, Amaru, Nook, Capitao, and Lion all get secondary hard breach, um, replacing a variety of gadgets on each of these attackers. Uh, this is like, okay. (laughs) First of all, I'm going to say my favorite thing about the secondary hard breach. I don't know if this is intentional, but at least to me, the animation of when they put it on, it looks like they like take a second to like look at it and try to figure it out. Like, how does this thing work? And then like put it together. Cause it's like, it's like two pieces that like snap together and they pull a fuse. And so it looks like they like take the two pieces and they kind of just like stir it for just like a half second and be like, huh? And then, and then they like snap it together and put it on. And it's like, I love this idea that all these attackers are just like, what is this thing now? Like, (laughs) Thermite, help me out here. Like, how does this work? I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that until you had said something like that, and you started laughing about it. And then the next couple times, it's just like, yeah, it does yeah, kind of like, look like know, that. Like they kind of like hold it there, like Ugh. it looks and like it like, to me, and I love it. Yeah, I it's love pretty it. funny. Um, it's, this is cool though. This is it's <laughs> fairly quiet. Like I, we tried testing this on the uh, test server in a custom game with me and Justin, Justin Friendly. Mm-hmm. 
and it's hard to hear on the other side of the wall and it's like relatively silent where they put it on they just pull this little fuse this little click mm-hmm. it's silent i mean it's not silent but it's fairly quiet in comparison to thermite charge going on or habana pellets or ace or maverick like all this yeah. stuff it's fairly quiet and it's very nice that it's like a it's a multiple hole i love this thing like i love this i love this thing it makes the what now what was that joke the cappy hard breach thing cappy Town. oh i can't remember cappy breach who said it it was it was the guy who was on the reveal panel oh. i don't know what his name was uh billy something like that yeah he was on the reveal panel he made a great like pun joke of cappy breach or something yeah. but i can't remember what it was Cappy Cappy Pow or something like that or like um hard breach a towel is the term he used. It was yeah, it yeah. was how he said it. He was talking about like lion hard breach and he goes, You have lion hard breaching over here, you got a hard breach a towel over here. Yeah. And it was just it was really it in was the context was really funny. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh hard breach is this is cool. This is a, another cool thing in the game that's gonna change things around. So Yeah, I actually had it like play out really well in one. I can't remember who I was playing, probably Capital, but like we're pushing that chalet classic snowmobile garage breach right and we knew there was one guy inside and um it was like two on one at the end of the round and so we had like kind of a half hole open on one side somehow i can't remember how that happened and then we needed a full hard breach on the other side and so like i I went and hard breached it and just kind of like smoked off hopped in and like i knew he was going to run through the smoke and try to stop us so i just like knifed him running out of the smoke nice but just like being able to be capital and hard breach because like our hard breacher was dead and yeah. we couldn't get through right like we couldn't breach the other one was soft and we couldn't breach it because it was it was like partly open right so there's no way to safely open it yeah um but yeah like this is just so cool to give give like a little bit more flexibility where it's not like oh thermite's dead so the round's over um so i like it yep new sites this is new to the game they have changed i I still really want to do the math to this and find out like i'll talk about what i'm talking about in a second they've they've changed sites in the game so there's now a new weapon sites weapon sites yes yes s-i-g-h-t-s there is a new 1.5x scope and there's a new 2.0 scope the acog which used to be 3.0 magnification is now 2.5 and then there's a 3.0 scope which is only on dmrs Um, And they also added a new red dot and a new holographic, which are different and new from the old ones, which still exist in the game. They're still there. And these are just different new additions with different Mm -hmm. designs. Mm -hmm. Um, I love these. I love these. This is fantastic. This is like, honestly, this is so great. And what they've done is they've taken all these people that had ACOGs before. Most of them don't have ACOGs anymore. And Mm -hmm. they have like the 1.5 or the 2.0. And it just feels good to know that. Doc's peeking that window. He only has a 1.5x scope. Right. And I'm over here with the 2.0 scope. Or I also have a 1.5, but I know he doesn't have an ACOG. I know he's right. not Doc with 3.0x. Right. Like, oh my gosh, it is so nice. And just to know, like, you dumb, stupid idiot. Like, <laughs> peek me, you dumb Doc. I'm Callie. Yeah. What are you going to do? You have nothing. Yeah. You suck. And meanwhile, Rook maintains the 2.0, right? Yep. So Rook, so Rook still has a little bit more zoom. And it's a good way to differentiate between mm-hmm. Rook and Doc at this point. Yep. This is totally telling people who are spawn peeking with Doc, stop. <laughs> this is not the operator for spawn peeking and spawn peeking is not part of the game so stop because well, you're going to keep getting killed yeah i mean it's part of the game it's not i don't think it's in they don't like that it's part of the game right i think if there was a good way to get rid of it without like damaging the game in other aspects i think they would yeah but, um yeah like this is a really great just to have these intermediate points of 
a scope like we we've all seen how important a zoom scope can be yeah in rainbow six you, you look at ash losing the acog on the r4c and suddenly her pick rates dropped her win rates came down a little bit too and it's just like this makes a huge difference and so now like look at an operator like castle right castle has struggled for so long even though he's like a good operator with a good gadget mm-hmm. and like you give castle the 1.5x and suddenly like he can yeah. hold his own. Yeah. Like, Cast he can just ACOG. land a freaking headshot because that ump is great. But when you're looking all the way down oil pit on on basement of clubhouse, you're freaking in the armory trying to look to the ladder. It's like you just have no chance. Yep. And like to have that 1.5, it makes such a difference uh, just to be able to land those headshots. And I can't tell you how many kills I've gotten just like playing castle on a test server. I'm just like, that wouldn't have happened. That would not have happened otherwise. I would have I would have landed some yep. damage on their yep. chest. And I would have said, okay, next week. And like, I'm so tired of saying that as a castle, Yeah, you know, like I'm just landing these headshots and it's, it's great. Like I'm playing more castle than I ever have. Yeah. And I, I play, a lot play of more castle than I ever have. Like I, I like castle a lot now. I love it. Like I would, I would be castle main on chalet if we didn't already have a castle main because well, here's what I want to say, Chris, doesn't this say I was right? Because we argued so much about balancing castle and I said he we needs did. a new weapon. You said the problem's not his weapon. It's his gadget. And here we go. We just give him a new sight, and suddenly, and all of a sudden, he's good. He's good. No, this is this is true. But Woo, I, I was right. <laughs> maybe we'll see what happens. With I do think his pick rate is going to go up, and his win rate will go up because of the one point five x. Yeah. Um. But to be fair, neither of us ever proposed. He just needs a new sight. Well, we on didn't propose introducing a whole new line of sights. Into but you the said game. you said if you gave him the R four C. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, mm. anyway. Anyway, hey, remember that castle we were playing against, or playing with on Hereford who just kept like castling the doors? Yeah. There's this kid who was like, idiot. this was in the real game and casual. This is real game. And he was like platinum ranked with like good stats and everything. So, and like level 100 and something. Yeah, 183, I think. Yeah. So he'd been playing the game plenty and he kept like castling the two doors on the site. We were on the like the first floor first objective. Floor. He kept castling the, the doors on each side of the hallway that like connect the two objectives. And it's like, what are you doing? And we kept tearing him down and he kept doing it. And then like I started chatting and I was like, dude, you've played this game enough no- to know not to do this. Just stop. Like I know you're trolling, just stop. And he just kept doing it. So finally we just like impacted them. <laughs> and then I remember if he like started team killing us after that or something. Yeah, so but... yeah, so he so he impacted them and he pulled down his other castle barricade and put it in front of one of them on purpose. And then the next round on attack he team killed you. And the team voted to kick him. Yeah. It was one of the few times I've actually seen vote to kick work correctly, yeah. which surprise is going away. It was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, vote to kick is gone. Not 100%. yet. Next. Going to be. Get him gone. Yep. Gonna, wait, going to be in leaving. this next season or? I think midway through the season, it's okay. leaving. They have announced that it's leaving. Right now, it's still currently in the test server, but. Which is good and bad. It's More it good sucks. than bad. Yeah, I think there's too many times our four stacks are abusing it. Mm-hmm. than it being used correctly so yep. um which makes sense right it's more common that there's four stacks in this game than that there is a group of yeah. four randoms who will work together to ban one person yes right or because like that to one person one might person. have one friend yeah and that's all it takes to not get yep kicked yep. i said banned i meant kicked yeah anyway pool reinforcements also new site colors that's fun oh yeah new site colors i have not i messed around with this a little bit i tried different site colors i tried like the just colors that i feel like are easier to see in certain areas like a teal or like the magenta the purple color mm-hmm. um i've just gone back to default and yeah, i actually like default, opacity yeah but i'm just i'm using magenta because it's new so yeah and it does change this is an accessibility thing so it's not like i'm customizing my reticle if this is a 
accessibility. So this is like across the game. So whoever site you're going to look at, it's going to be purple with the same opacity for you. Yeah. Looking at anybody. When you're spectating. Yeah. When you're spectating. Okay. Reinforcement pool. Reinforcement pool. This is one of the ones that I will say in live build. So map banning, I was like, sucks. I don't have map banning. Second thing, I was like, dang it. Like I have to use these two reinforcements or I can't reinforce these four walls because some Tweedledee is downstairs and yeah, freaking, Vigil's already gone. Yeah, Vigil's gone. He's not coming back because right. it's it's already two fifty. And his armor's still here. Yes, <laughs> that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that that this is this is huge. And I think I think we may have thought that it was going to be abused more than I've seen it abused. I have seen. How much have you played solo though? I haven't played solo a ton. I, I, did, I played I a did. fair amount, but I haven't played a ton. This is what we were worried about, that solo people were going to be screwed by people trolling with the reinforcements. And I do think this is going to happen. But I did ask in our Discord server, which you should join if you're not in, uh, how solo queuers are feeling about it. And I didn't get a bunch of responses, but the ones that I did get said, I like it. It's good. So it's good. like, at least people in the test server aren't trolling with it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, what happens in live game and console especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have seen it be problematic in certain instances where people are reinforcing things that they shouldn't or too much gets reinforced and it's like, we needed that Just because you had more reinforcements yeah. to, to keep putting out. Yeah, like somehow we were playing we were playing um, uh, the Clubhouse. We were playing Clubhouse and CCTV cache and I went to go reinforce the four garage walls and I my dumb stupid self started on the right garage wall and was working left instead of starting on the left which is more important and working right right right. and i got to the last one we were out and i was like how did we run out of reinforcements like Mm -hmm. we always have enough to do this and so i went upstairs and i'm like trying to figure it out and it's like we had reinforced the master bedroom wall which is actually fine like that's kind of a good reinforcement and reinforced the main wall we reinforced one of the constructions that's four two four five six seven eight nine so it's like eight that's eight reinforced right there (laughs) <laughs> he's counting that's eight reinforced right there and then you normally have one reinforced like by the default rotate that goes to red stairs to, like stop yeah. the pre-fire there or whatever yep that'd be nine but <clears> then some dumb stupid idiot reinforced where you have the rotate that goes to garage rafters and i'm like uh, yeah. oh who did that and it happened to be the random he just started reinforcing everything and it's like mm-hmm. oh, i ran out of reinforcements yeah well what's interesting is i've started to notice that there aren't as many reinforcements as i thought there were yeah. or just like on some sites you're like you're you're like starting to reinforce something you're like oh crap we only have two reinforcements yeah. left and somebody's saying that we still need to reinforce dirt yeah so and but like i was planning There's to reinforce hatch. this yeah so it's just like you're starting to realize like oh the reinforcement economy isn't quite what i thought it was yeah. when you when you have access to 10 of them or or when you don't necessarily have access to two of them yep. right so like it's very interesting to see on some sites just like Oh, we have to plan ahead what we're going to reinforce because you can't just count that. Oh, I have at least my two, so I can do what I want. Yeah, but and also you can't just say, uh, two people go upstairs and get the hatch reinforcements, and then you do whatever you want downstairs because, like, you guarantee that they're going to have their four. Yep. And so, like, you can't do that anymore. You have to make sure that you're conserving those reinforcements. So it's it's very interesting how this is changing the prep yeah. phase because there's some sites like even Clubhouse. There's one there's like three up there and if you get too many of them it's like oh well now we don't have enough for dirt and the blue right like, yeah oh, you, you have to kind of ran out you have to think about which hatches you want to reinforce yeah. because if somebody just goes up there and just starts doing all of them you have any problems yeah so anyway this is it's good though like i love the fact that it's in the game and playing live was i missed it yeah yeah uh squad finder also is coming with that should be cool. Although, if you're just looking for a squad, we already have our Discord server, so I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Siege stats. This is not launched yet. This will launch with the real 
uh, patch. And this is just more detailed stats, which we love. I'm really looking forward to seeing this. Uh, let's see, operator price decrease. So the following operators are having their prices decreased this season. Amaru, Goyo, Maverick, Clash, oh Ying, Legion, and Ella. What? There's some stuff in here that I, I have not seen. On the patch notes? Yes. Yeah. Um, can we move on to player comfort? Because all this stuff we kind of talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, what's balancing? Did we talk about balancing? Yeah, we talked about all this already in the last episode. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. Where, where's player, player comfort? comfort? Where, player comfort. Where are we? Player comfort. Where's that? It's in player comfort. Okay, I see. I don't understand how else to explain it. Well, I didn't know if it was on the patch notes or it's, something else. It's four scrolls <laughs> down. Um, player comfort. Okay, this has actually some really cool things that I like somehow just didn't see. And I don't know if I missed it or if I'm dumb or if I'm... Oh, my gosh. You should okay. have read the patch notes. Here we, here we start. Player comfort. Well, I think I got to... Maybe I just read the Reddit once. Anyway. Minimum MMR gain and loss. So this isn't going to affect us as much because we don't normally play enough. So... A winning and losing a ranked match will give at least 25 MMR gain or minus mm-hmm. all the time. So, yep. And they've tweaked the MMR gain slash loss distribution to prevent diminishing MMR returns for players who play lots of ranked teams. So you watch people like King George, he's he's getting like 70 low or 80 low a win, and then he loses and he loses like 22. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, from now on, he's at least going to gain 25 for every win that he gets. Right. Which is very nice for him. And I, I will say this, people, and this is what's funny is people like him, they get to this level and they get very upset, like Siege, like the stupid games. Like, well, this isn't Siege's system. This is ELO that has existed in chess and it has worked that way. Right. For, for It's always right. worked that way because you get really, really high. You're not supposed to ever lose and you lose and so you lose a ton because you shouldn't right. have lost. You shouldn't have lost. And, well, and this is where it gets a little bit complicated with Siege because it's a team game, right? And mm-hmm. so if it's a one-on-one, if it's tennis or chess or something like right. that, that's a whole different thing because like it's all up to you whether you win or lose. Right. Uh, and And the purpose is to rank how good any one player is relative to any other one player. Yeah. Where here you just you just can't take it that way because it's team based. And if now yeah. if we apply this to Pro League, if like Pro League cuz Pro League has a set team, right? If Pro League played 100 matches a season and we ranked them with Elo, it would be a pretty good representation of which team is better than another. Yeah. Um but yeah, you, like the it is this is just what happens when you're solo queuing or even not in in a team game like yep. you can't rank individual players when they're on teams yep um so anyway this is cool that's that's really cool um in-game report notifications this is this was pp this was on top of one yes. of my santa wish list wish list and this is something i had tweeted like i didn't notice that this was i replied to like one of the tweets about um voting to kick and how that being gone and like how they felt about it it was from karen i think I was like, it'd be really nice if you would like at least show people reports, do something by like showing notification. I didn't realize it was already in the patch notes. Yeah. But you will now receive in-game notifications after a player that you reported is sanctioned. These will replace the thank you emails for reporting a banned player. Play nice, play fair, report those that don't. So this is... Love it. This is really, really good. This is the Rocket League system. And guess what? It works. It does work. Because I'm rewarded every time somebody gets banned. I feel good about it. Yep. Um, vote to kick removal. So this is where they talked about that this is happening. It's later in the season. So some point during the season, they've decided just vote to kick is gone with RFF and other things like that. They just figured out there's better ways to stop griefing and voting to kick isn't, isn't necessarily helping in certain instances. Um, uh, what is this center center HUD? A new player card is present. At caster the... HUD. Oh, caster HUD. 
Okay, sorry. The, yeah, okay. So the caster has been updated to be a little bit more useful. That's cool for them, but not super useful for most of us. Good for Pro League. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's some other like random things in here which you should read the patch read the patch notes if you're super interested. I'm just gonna read the list: gadget deployment refactor, ADS sensitivity system, vault detection, RFF plus hostage rules update, MMR rollback cap, and sound refactoring. So just some more details on like some of the more technical or more intricate stuff mm-hmm. if you're interested in that. Uh, this is getting long, so let's try to move it along here. Anything, this Reddit post was just so annoying. The Reddit post of the patch notes has different stuff than what was actually in the patch notes, and it also omits stuff that wasn't, so you can't just look at one or the other. Yeah, and this is the thing, I I always normally just look at the Reddit one, and that's what I looked at, and so I missed a lot of that stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, the bomb model has been tweaked. This is good. To fix issues with Pixel Peak, so the actual bomb chassis itself now has just new, did we talk about this already? On last episode, I can't remember. It has it has like some new uh, pieces, some new like whatever to block sight lines, so you can't just lay down behind the bomb and have this like super obfuscated viewpoint, uh, which is really nice. Uh, remove the delay from defender runout detection and notification. So I'm I'm trying to understand here. I think what they're saying is there was a bit of a discrepancy between when the defender thought they were spotted and when they were actually spotted by the attackers. Yeah. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Um, I I think so. Regardless, now it's you. I don't know if you remember. You don't outside in the time will get to zero, and it would take a second for that like pop mm-hmm. up. You're spotted. Okay. It's immediate now, so you just okay. know when exactly you're spotted. Um, I just saw a notes here about a note here about fuse that he has the NATO red dot. Uh, that is they fixed a bug that he had that. But that reminded me, we were talking about Sam before, and Sam has four of these cameras, just like Fuse has four cluster charges. That's why it reminded me. Mm. Uh, Which I think is great because with four, you have the flexibility to just kind of like try things out. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets nerfed to three at one point, but I'm really glad he's starting with four because as a Sam guy running around, it's just like, I can throw one or two away and that's that's fine. And so I'm just kind of like just shooting him wherever just to like, get a feel for it and just to see where it goes like like i think this is going to be an okay spot let's see what happens and doing that so like that's that's really nice for sam i like that yeah um i think that's basically all it's in the patch notes yeah yeah let's get to the designer's notes so this of course is the blog they write with every new season that kind of explains the why behind a lot of their stuff um and also this has new stuff that they didn't tell us is coming (laughs) even in the patch notes maverick you're they increased the number of gas canisters to six. Also, did we talk about the hard breach? Uh, the the uh, not hard breach. The hatch change no, on HP is that in no. the patch notes? Oh well, the HP I think is the same. Okay, no, yeah, no, it's down at the bottom. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. So Maverick, uh, he now gets six canisters. Um, they say they're populating, or they're, sorry, the po- the population they're targeting here is casual and top ranked. Uh, Alexa, turn the fan. It's getting hot in here. So essentially what they're doing here is they're trying to just give a little bit more margin of error for, for Maverick. So I think what we're seeing here is like his, his ability to like make shooting holes and stuff like is not really affected by how much gas he has. Cause he has so much as it is. Mm-hmm. And so all this does is just make it just a little bit easier to breach a hatch, a little bit easier to, to like make a walk through hard breach or whatever. Um, 
Whereas before you had to be like really precise. And so it, I think it kind of discouraged people who don't play Maverick all the time or haven't put a lot of time into practicing how to do Maverick breaches from even playing him at all. And so I, with this extra flexibility, I think it just helps players be able to use him effectively without having to put in all this extra time. So I think this is good. I don't think this is going to really buff him at all. I think it'll just make it more useful for yeah. Maverick novices. Yep. Agreed. Um, and it, and it can't open more than two hatches. So they even though they yeah. gave him more, it's not enough to open more than two hatches, which he could already do before. Yep. Uh, no, it's just, you can definitely do it. Yeah. Instead of just being really good. Um, Giannis Hologram can use 2.0. We talked about that already. The population targeted by the Thatcher change is casual, top-ranked, and pro league. Everybody. So this is literally everyone they want. Bottom ranked, I guess, is not. Um, okay, wait. Let me just read this list of everything that Cap uh, Thatcher now disables instead of destroys because it's more than I thought. Nitro Cell, Capkin's Entry Denial Device, Jaeger's ADS, Lesion's Goose, Ella's Grismot, Mutes, Jammers, Smokes, Gas Canisters, Kaid's Artillas, Mozzie's Pest Launcher, Launcher? Pests. Mozzie's pests, not yeah. pest launcher. Uh, Bandit's shockwire and Echo's yokai. Note two, yokai drone is already disabled. Oh, interesting. The sonic burst refilling was still happening, right? And so now that refill doesn't happen. Wow. Yeah. So it That's was, good. yeah, it was sense. already disabled, but they now have changed it so that the sonic burst won't recharge while it's disabled. Um. Okay. So this is one of the things with this that I actually like is nitro cells not being disabled because pre-placed nitros it's really annoying when you have one like thatcher just happens to kill it and you're like yeah i didn't know that was gone yeah but that's what his gadget does right his gadget just clears the way of whatever may or may not be there that's what i loved about it just like you toss it at a doorway on a last second push and now there's no capkins now there's no goose you know but now there aren't but you just have to use the thatcher right unless it won't make that much of a difference because the time like they won't recharge before the timer's done yeah it's a 15 second timer it's not yeah short but but that, that was just one of the things I liked about it. It's just like, well, let's just clear the way here. And that's what he does. Yeah. Now he doesn't. So if you didn't know, hatches are now pre-reinforced on the roof for now. And they're trying to decide if they like this, if they want to do this in a different way, what they're doing. Um, but now any any hatch that's on the roof. So cafe, for example, let's say you're on cafe and you're, you have your new hatch and your red stairs hatch. Those are both reinforced now at the start of the round and the attackers have to hard breach if they want to go through those hatches. Yeah. Did you already say they're not bringing this to the live server for sure? Yes, they're not. This is, they're trying to decide what they want to do with this, but for sure it is not in this live server. hundred percent not going to be in this live server. Yeah. It would um, be really funny if you accidentally made it in the live server. I would <laughs> I not could be surprised. See it, happening. it would definitely, definitely could happen. Um, what do you think about this so far and what you've played of it? I like it. And I dislike it. I, I like it because I just know, like, on attack, we are just going to bring these operators and we're going to make sure that we get these open because it's important to have them open. Uh-huh. I also like it as defense, especially on, like, cafe because it just changes things. It's like, well, let's bring Kaid and, like, see if we can actually delay these hatches being opened, like, instead of just them being open by default right. on the start of the round. Um, but I don't know. I if the, Maybe if there was a way for defenders to reinforce them themselves, and obviously, I mean, I know um, Jean-Baptiste was talking about this and it's really hard for them to like figure out a way where it could actually like like how are you gonna have them jump up there like obviously that's their job to figure out but they just from what they've tried there's no like imaginable way for the game to like make this happen where the defenders can re- reinforce it from below right um but yeah I don't know I 
I think it's fine how it was, to be honest. I don't think there was any reason to change it because it wasn't broken, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't really, I don't think, played enough of the sites where it actually is to have an opinion on it yet. What I was surprised is that somebody actually posted a list of what this affects, and it's actually less than I thought. Um, so there's two of these roof hatches on Cafe, Red Hatch mm-hmm. and New Hatch. There's one on Clubhouse and Logistics. There's two in Theme Park, Control, and the second floor hallway outside of daycare. And then there's one in Coastline in the VIP bathroom. Um, oh, and somebody else also added there's one above the strip uh, strip bar in Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. Where nobody so ever plays. Right. So that's only four maps and only six hatches, unless you count the strip club one in Clubhouse where nobody plays. Yeah. So it's really not that big of a change. Like it feels like it's a monumental change just because it's different, but it's really not that big of a change. Yeah. Um, but again, like with Kaid and then with Thatcher now being nerfed and like that kind of stuff, like I wonder, of course there's new hard breachers, right? So there's like a lot more hard breach going around. Right. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see. I, I think we still haven't seen enough to really know. Have you seen anybody else giving opinions on what, like what this is doing? I, I, from what I've seen, I think at first the reaction was defense doesn't need any extra help mm-hmm. for stuff like that. They don't need any more utility. Right. But they also all said, like, we just need time to play with it. And I think just jury is yet to yeah. decide. I, either way, like, even if they introduce this, I don't think it's going to break it to the point where we're all just like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. Um, like, it, I could see it coming in and then being like, no, nah, we're going to take it back out. And like, but I don't think we're like during that time that it's in, everybody's going to like hate Siege. So that's, yeah, that's good. Um, another really interesting change here they made to hatches is the way the hit points and breaching it is, is determined. Um, so previously it was that like, so for example, for Hibana charges, you had to have at least four of the actual X Kairos detonate on the hatch to be able to breach it. That's still the case, but what would happen, like, let's say that somebody destroyed three of them, so there were only three of the things that went off. Mm-hmm. Now, if your Maverick came up and tried to do damage to it, he would have to do his full set of damage to be able to breach it. It wouldn't combine with the Hibana damage that had already happened. And so now they're combining those. So there's like a, a hit point pool of one million points uh, that needs to be um, inflicted on the the hatch to be able to be breached. And so Thatcher, or sorry, Thermite on his own will do 1 million hit points. Each x Kyra will now do 250,000 hit points. And for example, the Selma will do 500,000 hit points. So now you could, so say that only two of the x Kairos went off and only did 500,000 hit points. You can now just toss one Selma on there, do the extra 500,000, and you wouldn't have to like waste a full another Hibana or whatever. Does that is make that, sense? Is that true? It didn't know how to do that before? They didn't do that before. It did not combine damage between different types of gadgets. You're 100% sure. 100%. That's what it says. It says hatches were destroyed only when one of those conditions was oh, met. Oh, 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 you're right. So like, so you, as Hibana, yeah. if, you, if you detonated two and then you detonated another two, then that would work. But if you did Hibana's two plus uh, um, Ace's one, which should be the same because each of those is half of a, of a hard breach destroyed hard hard breach, hard breach hatch destroy or something along those lines sure that should work but it didn't you had to have it all come from one operator now it's combined and so this won't so, always come into play here's my question so hatches have a health pool of 1 million hit points yes can guns do damage to reinforced hatches no. not at all not at all so then why don't they just have a health pool of 10 hit points because of maverick so maverick's uh, breaching torch does 87,000 Hit points. So his is like a weird. I mean, why not just make interval. that point eight seven? It, it could have been. 
Sure. I think it's just to explain it so people don't have to try to do the math of 0.0087 or whatever times whatever. If that makes sense. It means 116, obviously. I know. I'm just saying it, it makes it easier for people to comprehend 1 like, million yeah. versus... I think it's funny because like certain like Call of Duty did this where they it used to be plus five points for kills and they made it plus fifty and then in newer CODs they made it like plus two fifty points for just regular right, kills. Right. It's like it's, it's like a pinball machine, anything. right? A pinball machine, nothing is worth less than like twenty thousand points. Yeah. And so like, you finish. It's like okay, but you could essentially just divide it by a thousand and it would be just as like accurate of a representation yeah. of how well I did. It just yeah. wouldn't look so high. Yeah. But that's that's just how games that's are. True. Feels better to get two hundred fifty points than two and a half points. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, what if he just gave you plus ten points for kill? Uh, Dang, you get rounds like a hundred points max gives you hundred. Yeah, yeah. You get plus one twenty if you get a headshot. Yeah, plus one thirty if you kill a carrier. It's like plus one forty five if you kill a carrier in the head or repelling. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you get ten points for like little things. Like yeah, I know. Like I'm, I'm just being or dumb. five points even. Yeah. The weirdest point? thing is when you use Tachanka and you get like plus two hundred points. Like, did I injure someone or no? I just headshotted one person that happened to be repelling with the kit, and I got like plus two hundred fifty points. Cause I did it with Tachanka's turret. Yeah. Anyway, it's cool. Those are those are points, and that's siege, and that's uh, reinforcements. Okay. Top issues and community concerns. Top issues: new sound packaging system. This is targeted for this season this is not completely done yet so i went and clicked this extra link and they do say um the the entire sound propagation like the rebuild will not be finalized in year five mm-hmm. so and they're they, they know there's bugs specifically this season i have noticed um there are certain bugs where like your sound is off by like 90 degrees so that's a different issue okay did they have inverted audio as a separate issue okay. um well, anyway, still like sound. I have noticed the more that I have played, more frequently I played, I have noticed issues with sound of not trying trying to understand like where someone is and them feeling like they're below me or above me, and the sound is just wrong. Yeah. Um. So for that one, they say they're looking into a new way to gather information from instances where the issue appears. So this is one that they're still trying to track down, and it's hard because it doesn't reproduce. Uh, um, dependably, right? Or at least they don't know the conditions to reproduce it. So it, yep. if you can't reproduce it, you can't really fix it because you don't know when it's fixed and when it's not. Uh, so they're they're working on trying to get a better way to figure that out. DDoS on consoles, they still say, is still ongoing. Um, cheating and hacking, still ongoing. These haven't really been updated. Uh, drones failing to detect bomb sites. Description, after five years of investigation, incredible headaches, and countless reproduction attempts, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. Most of you have encountered this issue where drones refuse to spot a specific bomb site. We identified the source of the issue being linked to another player spectating the drone at the same time. When that player moved on to another camera, so did the ability to detect bombs. We're fairly confident that this issue is now behind us and should not happen any longer. That's coming out with year five, season three. It's finally fixed, yep, you guys. I have not noticed it being broken since. Now, I'm server. hoping this also fixes the spotting an operator and not getting the ID. Yeah. I would assume that's kind of along the same line. So yeah. hopefully, but I'm interested to see if that bug persist as well because that is another one that i feel i feel is super annoying yeah and i think that one's going to be less of a problem when you can like scan their gadget and stuff sure and it's just going to scan them anyway but they have this thing about runouts feedback saying that they want to change the timer to a gauge system which is going to be more accurate visually speaking so whether this changes how long you can be out doesn't look like it looks like it's just going to change the way that art is designed about showing but this is year five season four so next season plan on some sort of different stuff with runouts 
Mm-hmm. Um, coming up, improved flash detection and consistency. I'm pumped about this. Me too. The rework intends to make flash detection more reliable. Enemies are often not affected by flashes due to objects and obstacles. We want to simulate the light ricochet with the environment to guarantee the effectiveness of flashbangs and other similar gadgets, which sounds technically very difficult, but I'm glad they're doing yes. it. Uh, Target Year 5 Season 4. I am really looking forward as Blitz, as Ying, as anybody with flashes to having flashes be reliable. I hope that they achieve that because flashes are so annoying it's just when it doesn't work it's just so frustrating especially yeah. when you just got killed by being blinded the round before right yeah. and it's just like like and that blew up right in his face i'm blitz standing in front of him why is he not blind yeah. this i please thank you yep um diffuser planting detection improvements interactions with the diffuser could often lead to some issues Diffuser plant prompt is sometimes missing. When the player is on site, diffusers can be planted outside of the site. When the player sits on the edge of the area, players could drop the diffuser when attempting to plant. Um, yeah, this is this is good. And then the same thing with diffuser retrieval. There's times where like it drops in a certain spot and it's hard to like, pick it up trying to run over it. Um, or sometimes you can't pick it back up. So they're, they're working at, oh, there's a pickup diffuser interaction. So you're actually going to pick it up. Oh, wow. So, this is interesting because now maybe defenders can pick it up. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're saying where it gets dropped in places where you can't retrieve it, like between cracks and gaps yeah. and stuff. Now you can, from a distance, you can do this pickup diffuser inter, uh, interface thing, which is cool. This is, and this should be coming later this season. Yep. Um, but also, this, they said they're improving match cancellation. No specifics there, but they said they're working on improvements that should come next season, season four. So that's yeah. cool. Um, this other thing with people planting on a site, this is a common one where people like back up into the site and like plant where the kit's kind of outside of the site. Uh-huh. So this is this is going to be interesting to change that. They don't, yeah. they don't want that to happen anymore. Yeah, that changes gameplay quite a bit. Uh, I think that's it for top issues and community concerns. Custom games yeah. is yet to be on that list. Somehow. Okay, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Anchor.fm, thank you very much. And uh, we'll do listener questions. Okay, you guys, listener questions in the Discord. There are a couple things you need to know. First of all, search Undernowned Discord and Google and join the Discord because this is what happens. You talk, you chat, you play together. It's fun. I'm there. We're chatting. We're having a good time. <laughs> Chris is there. So I there. am there. There's a there's there's a leak tank. There's a place to discuss links. There's a leaks. There's a place to discuss pro league. There's a place just to discuss stuff, just life, random stuff. I mean, it's a good time. It is actually a good time. And the Rainbow Six Siege, Undernown Discord, the longest running Rainbow Six podcast in the world. Um, but here we are in the listener questions channel. If you ask six questions in six different episodes, you become a podcast questionnaire, which is where we are actually getting our first questions. You are the elite questioners. You are the elite, and your questions literally will always make it to the podcast if you're a questionnaire, and you ask mm. a question. That's that's somewhat... That's good. a little bit of an exaggeration, but yes, most of the time. Uh, Steel Switch... Steel Switch says my first podcast question in the Questionnaires channel. Welcome to the channel, my guy. If you could build your own map from the bones of another, what map would you start your work on? If I could build my own map from the bones, 
So I, I'm, I'm assuming like taking the the like basic structure of one map and then building yeah. your own. I would either go with consulate or chalet because chalet has the snow, mm-hmm. which I would love to work with and play That's with good. and That's just good. make a snow map. Um, consulate, I also like just the aesthetic of that map a lot. I like how the outside looks. I just I like the feel yeah. of that map a ton, and I think that that map is really fun. And so I could keep the base of the map and just change a couple of things, and yeah. it could be really fun. Um. Bank, I think, is another good one because it's just a big square. We already, right? did, we already did the bank rework. We already did yeah, rework bank. It would be great. So much better. Guy, please. Um, I might say Villa because I like that map mostly, but the basement, like we always talk about, is so useless and not part of the map. So I'd like yeah. to somehow integrate that more um, and maybe even like squish certain parts of it closer together and uh, like kind of rework some of the first floor a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Like, those hallways are very confusing. Like even just reskinning some of those hallways would go a long way, I think, to making it a little bit easier to navigate. Yeah. They. By the way, we didn't talk about this. Villa has a lighting change. Oh yeah. No, we actually we have, have a couple of things. Hang on. Yeah, we had a list of things. Let's finish this question, then we'll. We had a little list of like things that were changed that were not uh, spoken of. Yeah. Um. What are the? Well, I'm. I'm. Those are the maps Villa, I would do. and then. Um, if I could bring back old Hereford and use those oh, bones. Yeah. Because freaking old Hereford was way better than yeah, new Hereford. There's stuff there. There is stuff there. Yeah, that's that's my stuff. Okay, so here's the surprise changes that they did that we didn't know about. Chat history. This is so- on PC. This is not a console, obviously. Right. But on PC, now when you enter the chat window, it shows you the last few messages. You can't scroll, can you? Nope. That'd be nice, but... Uh, it shows you the last few messages. So like if you just missed something that somebody said, which happens a lot because you're like busy playing when somebody chats, yeah, then it's nice just to be able to see like catch up, which is like, it's such a tiny change, but it's a great it, quality of life. It's one of my favorite changes update. actually. Love it. Um, font change on the, the round timer. And I haven't noticed anywhere else. Is, is this a new font anywhere else or just the round timer? Um, just got a timer. So this and the score and display the score, yeah. has been updated a little bit. These are two of the just like, random why did you even change that changes that i haven't hated this yeah most yes. of these like little interface changes that they change for no reason i'm just like i hate that why did you do that it was fine yeah. but this one like for some reason the font looks better for yeah. the for the timer i like it a lot and then the score display looks really good where it's like it's a little bit um is it more opaque or like, less opaque less opaque right because opaque i think is 100 like, percent opacity is it. solid yeah. Okay, yeah so it's a little bit less opaque meaning more transparent uh and like also it fades like it kind of had a fade on it before where like on the right side it was more solid and then like closer to the center of the screen it was a little bit more transparent now yeah. it fades out way quicker and so it's just less obtrusive in your feed over yeah. there on it's the side. like more glowy too it like looks mm-hmm. i like it yeah it, i do it, like this one it doesn't like lose any of its uh like readability yeah but it feels less intrusive so i, yeah. I really really love it i like it a lot and then and then villa changed its color so this is a color correction is what they called it but it like everything's green yeah it does it (laughs) puts like weird green tint on the map yes Um, and you go around you look at things and compare it to the old map and it's like i could kind of see how there's like kind of an orange tint before but everything is just a little bit darker you know what i think happened Mm -hmm. i think the original gadget for sam was to put his his little goggles on the little yeah yeah and then they forgot to remove that effect from villa yeah, they accidentally oh, applied happened. it to the, they. They accidentally said apply green effect to villa.exe instead of samfisher.exe. That's yeah. probably what happened. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it <laughs> it puts this weird like, and it's kind of like darker. It has a. 
I would almost say it's like a theme parky feel. Yes. Of like, especially like original theme park. Yeah. That's that's what I feel like, kind of. And I like oh, like like the dragon, not dragon stairs. What were they before? The double stairs on original theme park. Haunted stairs. Yeah. It looks like that area, just like kind of that greenish tint. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I actually I hate it a lot. And the more that we kept playing it, gargoyle, I think is gargoyle. Is it by a gargoyle? Anyway. Yeah. The more that we kept playing it, and like I don't know if it necessarily like made it where I can't see people, but there was a certain instance where I was outside of the master bedroom. I was at one of those windows and I was looking in the bathroom from it and I couldn't see inside super well. And he could see outside. He could see me like very well from outside just because it was so much it was darker inside. And I just I couldn't see the guy. And I was like, I think the lighting actually got me there. Like, I don't know. I don't like it. They need to turn up. I, I can see where they're saying like some places do look better with this new lighting. But yeah, and new, this color correction is what it is. But they need to like up the brightness and the contrast or something because I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know that it like has affected my game in any way. I just really don't like how it I don't looks. like it. I and don't it, like it. I don't like the feel of it. I, I don't think it's just like resistance to change. I think it just doesn't look as good. Yeah. But maybe in a month I won't even notice. I don't. I I can tell you that I, it gives me a theme park vibe, old theme park vibe, and I don't like it at all. So, um, yeah, those are the surprise changes. So those are good. Back to questions. Schmidtstein has a question. Schmidtstein. Obviously, this is a questionnaire still. Yep. Obviously, no right answer here, but what phrase There's in always game right answer. will you remember until you die? For me, it's either do not attempt to board the helicopter or the way Jaeger says, swapping mags. Uh, there's the obvious big effing hole coming right up. If yeah. if Siege had a tagline, that would be it. Like, yeah. I feel like anybody who's ever played Siege knows that phrase. Yeah. Also, Fukin laser sights yes. is one I will never forget. I probably, honestly, Mozzie's like, right on the mock. Oh, yeah, that's a good the one. little Mozzie drone, the pests. What's funny is I can't, oh, like, let's see, what does Rook say? Like, past the plate? Like, it's not that memorable, I guess, because I don't remember. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm like, I don't actually, there's not a lot of them that I actually do remember. Yeah. It's like they're very familiar when I hear them, but, like, I don't. Yeah. It's no, go, 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 the core ain't pain, it's by the hour. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Oh, who is it? who is it that would always shout something like insane? IQ. <laughs> she would always be like, "Oh, and pulse." Yeah, cardiac sensor deployed or yeah. scanning for heartbeats. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like you're supposed to be like a quiet yeah, and IQ operator. electronics detector something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what she says, but they're obviously not that memorable because I can't remember them. But nope. but they're kind of memorable. They're kind of memorable. Just and friendly is another podcast questionnaire. He says, "How does Chris like the buff to Warden in the form of the 1.5x scope?" I will say I haven't played a ton of Warden on the TTS because I was just trying like other operators on, especially on New Chalet and stuff. Um, I like it. I will say it. I feel like it's kind of hard. I will say it's kind of hard sometimes to like. I'm just so used to the MPX because I've used it so much. I've used it a ton, and so having the 1.5x just doesn't feel as comfortable to me. Yeah, so. that's interesting. Steel Switch asked, with the reveal of the next season, do you predict the game is more balanced than any previous balancing attempts? I would also like to share credit for the introduction of Zero's Gadget. Hashtag podcast power. Um, I don't know that they've done a lot of... I guess they have done a lot of rebalancing with Thatcher and the Hard Breach and stuff. Um, I guess yeah. so far, yeah. I think so, because like attackers get a little bit more intel, which I feel like defenders were more... Um more effective on generally speaking and then also 
with the hard breach, I feel like it gives attackers more flexibility and attackers did need the buff more than defenders did. So yeah, I guess like from, from like little interaction with this season so far, I would say, yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to that? Not really. It's hard to say. It's really hard to gauge balance based on a test server. Yeah, I just need more. And I need I need real ranked to say anything. Test server ranked isn't real. True, 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 true. As avid Maestro spokespeople, what do you think about his backpack? Because it is not his body, he doesn't get damaged. But I feel like this video on TSM Pojo Man's Twitter shows that it goes too far. Would you be opposed to a backpackless Maestro? Yeah, if you watch this video, it does. You, It is like, it's good that the backpack isn't part of his hitbox. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like I'm shooting this guy and I'm not shooting him because yeah. I'm shooting him, but I'm not shooting him. And it, it, on this on this particular video, which I'll link in the show notes, it looks like he's getting shot in the stomach. Yeah. And for some reason, it's not registering. And I like, it's really weird. Yeah. Um, I'd almost like to test it myself a little bit. But that said, I haven't actually really noticed anything with Maestro's Gadget, mostly because I'm playing Maestro more than Backpack. I'm... What I say? Gadget. Gadget. I meant backpack. More because I'm playing him more than like than playing against him, yeah. you feel like. Yeah. Um and I to be honest with you, this isn't a problem for me because I just always hit people in the head. And so this isn't something that I've ever noticed. Hundred percent headshots here. Yeah. Um yeah. Back to regular people podcast questions. Bilingual carrot asked which sites do you think suit or don't suit the ops that they've been given to so i would definitely say the castle one again like that just makes castles so much better i really really love it um nook also got some new magnification sites which is great for nook like she's a operator who struggles a little bit so it's nice to have a little bit of a buff there for her because she had nothing before right she was all one x yeah yeah i wouldn't necessarily say there's anyone that i feel like doesn't deserve what they have I'm trying. I feel like there was one that I thought should have gotten something, and they didn't. Maybe it was mute. Mute might, has 1.5x on the MP5K. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Somebody on oh Frost also got 1.5, which I think yep. is again really really great. Yep. Because she has just another one of those guns that like it's nice and accurate and it does a fair amount of damage, but the fire rate is so slow. Um. So I can't remember now who didn't have a good one. Valkyrie didn't get changed. Mozzie didn't get changed. Uh, Pulse didn't get changed. Anyway. Mira got a 1.5x on her gun. That was surprising to me. Yeah, I am a little bit surprised about that, but I I like it for Mira. Yeah, I do like it for her. I, I almost am never against operators getting buffed. Like, I, I'm, it's rare that I'm like, they're way too overpowered and they need to be nerfed. I'm just like, it's kind of mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Grumpy Monkey asked, John Baptiste said, you can expect some really nice changes for Habana. She's going to get some love. What do you think they'll change for her? I think if anything, they'll just change how she deploys her gadget um, and maybe give her more of her gadget. Um, but they could, honestly, with like the Dechanka rebirth coming out, they could do anything. I, I think um, increasing her magazine size is a big one. She only yeah. has 20, or, right? Yeah. Or maybe maybe even increasing like the speed at which the X Kairos go off. Yeah, that could be. Um, somebody else farther down mentioned uh, may, maybe giving her nine X Kairos to do deploy to do a full square instead of yeah. that small horizontal hole, which I could see that too. Yep. I definitely think getting an increased magazine size is on the table for Hibana for yep. sure. Agreed. French fry bucket asked if we are related. We are brothers. We're brothers. Yep. Unfortunately. 
nice profile picture, French fry bucket. Um, Doc from Rainbow Six Siege says, <laughs> that's, that's his, that's his name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hello, this is my first question. Welcome. But with the next console, gen consoles coming at the end of this year and people saving up for a big purchase like a PS5 or Xbox X, with FPS games like Siege and Con Mind, should those people consider getting PCs instead? Um, this is, I mean, this is hard to say, like, whether or not you should go buy a PC for yourself. I will say you don't have to pay for an online subscription if you have a PC. It just yeah. is a thing. And with the price that it's looking like the Xbox Series X and the PS5 are going to be, like, you almost may as well just save up a couple, like, maybe 100 or 200 more dollars and try to build yourself a PC. Yeah, yeah. Um... I mean, but this if, is if your friends are all going to be playing console and you just want to play console with your friends, buy an Xbox. Yeah, like I, so I'm a really big PC gamer guy, but also like I love console gaming. Grew up on console gaming. I've built like hundreds of PCs. I used to have like a little small business that I sold custom gaming PCs. So like, I'm really well informed with both sides, I guess. Um, and I think this is like a really individual question. Like, there's not necessarily a right answer for everybody, and it depends. Like, do you want to be sitting at a desk gaming versus sitting on your couch gaming? Like, those are very different feels. Yeah, one is a lot more involved. The desk one versus the couch one is a lot more relaxed. I feel like, and like playing the same game in those two different settings feels very different. Yeah, it does hundred percent. Um, and so like, if you're pretty serious about Siege, I would say like PC is the place to be for sure, especially for Rainbow Six. Yes. Um, one is just a very competitive game, and two is like it feels better on on PC. Um, so if you can afford it, I would definitely recommend it. Um, I think first person shooters overall are way better on PC than they are on consoles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say do it. And, uh, type from Halo. Y- yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yes, do it. Go for it. Um, Doc, Rainbow Six Siege again. You guys keep pushing the idea for Ubi to add aim assist on consoles. Don't you think it would take away from the strategic play styles in favor of three speed running gunplays? No. And I'll tell you this. This is why. On PC, you have the more serious gamers on PC, and there is zero difference from Siege in how you aim and play in comparison to another game like Call of Duty or Battlefield or anything else. So why is it that when you bring the game to console, you have to add this extra step that for console players is not something that console normally deals with. Console is not normally about, let me like take my time, like adjust this new game. They're less competitive. Yeah. It seems like if anything, Siege would be more difficult to aim on PC than other games because that's just kind of how PC is. PC does that sometimes with games because they know the PC group is just that way. Console, there's no reason to do that to console. Why well, change the game? It's just so different from what console gamers are used to. Mm-hmm. Like, and it feels bad. And like when you start playing Rainbow Six and you're used to other shooters, you're like, this game sucks. Why does it feel like this? Like, yes. And like it, you feel like you suck, right? Like, it, like it, it makes the skill gap way bigger for like entry level players, which I don't think is a good thing. Um, and like I will say, after having played quite a bit on console, it it does change the game a little bit, where it's a little bit more slow pace and it gives an advantage to the guy who's holding the angle over the guy who's just running and gunning which is kind of nice doesn't at the same time though because there's times where i'm holding the angle and i just can't freaking hit the guy and he hits me it's like that's dumb right i had you i played smarter than you you're a dumb stupid idiot and i lost yeah well there's been times where i flanked somebody and i just like i just don't hit the shots and that's like i guess my fault that i'm bad but also like on pc that never would have happened and i'm not like necessarily a, a like a crack shot on pc yeah so yeah, I, I think aim assist belongs in console shooters, and I like it's been that way since at least Halo One, and it like you play Halo One versus Goldeneye, and it does not feel very good on Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, I guess well, Goldeneye is a very bad comparison. 
Forget I said that. Okay. But <laughs> like the classic example we use is in Halo, you're playing a game in Halo, feels yeah. great, and then try shooting your teammates and it feels awful and it's because the aim assist is gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's aim assist belongs in the game. Yeah, I, I would do it. Okay, that is it for podcast questions. You guys, I will say this. This is this much I will say. Chris did something this last week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Chris started streaming Siege frequently. Oh yeah. Like on a true. frequent basis at like seven thirty PM Pacific time and frequently is on at seven thirty PM Pacific time. Yeah. How long that will last, Consistent I don't know. Stream schedule. Depending on job and stuff like that. But for right now, I am consistently streaming at seven thirty PM and streaming Siege. Help all the time. Chris hit affiliate is, am, is the I mean, current there, Unrenowned but... community goal. Yeah, that is Help the goal. Help Chris hit affiliate, which means he needs people watching consistently yeah. every time that he streams consistently at 7.30 p.m. Pacific yeah. on twitch.tv slash just hello with three O's. Ryan. Ryan got it. 100%. Let's do it. We can do this. Unrenowned we community. Can there do are this. more than enough of us to make this happen. Let's there are do significantly it. more than enough of us to make this happen. Let's do it. Um, also, you can come watch me. I'm not as consistent as Chris, but I do stream and I am twitch.tv slash Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y. You can also follow us each on YouTube at the same places. We have yeah. the same names and, and channels. And most importantly, Twitter. Yeah. R6 Unrenowned. That is a fun place to be. There is good stuff on there. Yeah. But most, most importantly, join oh, the Discord. Oh my gosh. Most yeah. If you're not in the Discord, join the Discord. Yeah, That's Discord. where the community gathers. It's yeah. a good time. It's a good time. Okay. Uh, we did our top three last week of yeah. like most excited for yeah what's your top one thing that you're enjoying the most on the new season probably map bands uh, i think honestly ping... right now the chalet re- uh, ping 2.0 is pretty good i think chalet the chalet rework, rework is, is probably one of the ones that i'm enjoying the most chalet rework it's just is really great. fun and exciting to explore uh i'm gonna go sam fisher yeah I, i'm like i think yep. he's a great operator and i am planning to main him and it's gonna happen i'm gonna make it work this is what's unbelievable this episode does not i mean this not this episode this episode comes out well you're listening to it so it's out (laughs) (laughs) but this this season does not release for at least another two weeks if not three we don't know if they're doing covid schedule or regular they haven't said anything Uh so i'm just gonna assume they're on track for a regular three-week test server which they've announced that's what they're doing so but that's two weeks yeah like i don't know how i'm gonna last this is like waiting from closed beta to siege releasing yeah. I don't know how I'm going to last yeah. that long without playing this type of siege. Um, I have one more question for you. Okay. This is a, a question we usually ask with new operators coming into the new season yeah. ever since... Um, Grim Sky? Kaid. Okay. If you had to bet $100 on uh, whether Sam Fisher comes in with four, four. gadgets or yeah. three, what would you bet? He he comes in with four. After after Malusi came in yep, with three, exactly. he comes <laughs> in with four. <laughs> that was my reasoning as well. Yeah. I I am surprised Melissa came in with three, and I'm so glad she did. I, yeah, she is powerful, and she deserves to be banned a lot of the times, and I love that. Although four is is more than three, like four, four is four is four. Like the kind of, but the, I like it. I don't think it's overpowered. I don't, and I haven't seen people complaining that he's overpowered. I've seen people say he's powerful, and I mm-hmm. love that he's powerful. Yeah, I love that he has frags. I love that he has cameras that can Ooh, shoot my lasers yeah. at people. Does he come in with frags? He does. Is the next question. He better. He should come in exactly how he is. He's Sam Fisher. He should be picked a lot. Like, he should be good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He should be good. Do you think there's a... Do we uh, Do we know if there's a Splinter Cell game coming up right now? Is Is there any Splinter there's Cell game announced? announced? No. I wonder if this is uh, at all uh, like a teaser for a new Splinter Cell or trying, okay. to, trying to drum up uh, Splinter Cell. Um, wait, new Splinter Cell game in development 
according to voice actor, with release plan for 2021. Oh. So. Just the other day, I was talking to someone. They said there's nothing announced yet. Uh, this person, this voice actor may have accidentally spilled the beans on something they weren't supposed to, oh. <laughs> according to this article. But anyway, I will say this much. Just goodbye.